Is he? All I want to say is this. If you think for one second that Jay Gruden has a lock on that job, you're sadly mistaken. Now, on the flip side, if you think that RG3 has a lock on that position with the Redskins, you are definitely sadly mistaken. And also, if you think that he doesn't, uh, he's not an NFL quarterback, you're sadly mistaken. Here's what I tell you. Well, you know what? I'm waiting for, for Jerry to get on because we're going to debate it. Because we're also going to debate one of Jerry's drafts. I figured he had a terrible draft. Now, remember, last week, he just totally annihilated me. Said that, oh, I was terrible. I did terrible. Never get a quarterback first round. You know, because I got Aaron Rodgers with my first overall pick in, in a draft. But I also got a whole bunch of other solid players. And my receivers, yes, my receivers weren't the best. But they are extremely serviceable because they're number ones. Matter of fact, I have Tampa Bay starting wide receivers in that draft. Oh, and I also picked up Aaron. Um, I picked up Mr. Cook, Brandon Cooks. I picked him up as well. Got rid of Troy. But my team was solid. I can't wait for Jerry to get on here so we can talk about his team. That's going to be the fun part. Talking about his team. So, we're going to wait for the master to jump on here and try to justify his draft while we discuss RG3. I see somebody sitting in the chat room, so I want to thank you for listening. Uh, I hope that you decide to come back or, or give us a call. Our number is, and it's not free, so I'm sorry, but you can dial 347-637-3220. That number is 347-637-3220. And just talk to us. But I'm going to talk about RG3 quickly. Well, not quickly, but I am a Redskin fan, and I have no issue with saying that. But I'm also a sports fan who needs to uh, address the situation. I mean, let, let, let's just keep it real. When keeping it real goes wrong, I guess. Um... RG3, a very good player, but he's 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 not the type of quarterback that the Redskins have built around or going to build around that way. 
if you have one of the worst right sides of the offensive line in the NFL, and you are a scrambling quarterback, what are you going to do? You're going to get hit. You're going to get hit a lot. And when you get hit a lot, you're not going to feel comfortable even though the pocket may be clean. You're going to run when you probably should not. Now, granted, preseason game week two, um, he dropped back six times, I mean, eight times, got hit six, sacked four. Fumble had a slight injury issue with his shoulder, got a concussion. Up until this point, it was said to be good, but what, early yesterday or late yesterday, an independent neurologist said he's not good, so therefore, he's not going to play. ESPN comes out with a... hmm, a report, according to a Bleacher Report reporter, that there's an issue that another coach has seen. Now, it's an anonymous coach, so we don't know if it's a head coach. We don't know if it's an assistant coach. We don't know if it's somebody that you know may or may not be uh, a real person. But apparently, a coach has said he's never seen a head coach, a quarterback, with so much disrespect. So, if they haven't seen him or or seen a, a quarterback get treated this way, is it fair to say that RG3 is... One, not getting protected quite right now, even though some of it, his injuries have come his way because of him. This recent one, I'm I'm just going to blame it on the line uh, because he was getting abused by the Detroit Uh, Silence. Oh, how's Ryan Mollett doing? Okay, be quiet. So, uh, (laughs) so, when we look at the whole picture here, the question that I, I'm asking the listeners, as well as you, JT, since you want to talk about my quarterback, knowing you got your own babysitting issues in Texas, but we'll get no to that. No issues. There's no issues. We'll, we'll get to we'll get to that when the you know head coach and the quarterback have a disagreement. And the quarterback has to sit out practice. Okay, no issues, right? Um, but anyway, uh, RG three. May, may make a business decision. And this is what I want everybody to listen to. I don't think he's done in the NFL. <laughs> however, however I, do think, I do think his welcome in D.C. has been severely worn. I didn't say it's worn out. I said severely worn. 
And unless the Redskins run the rock like I've been saying they need to do all season long, well, over the past couple of years, I mean, really, literally, run Alfred Morris into the ground, and you got the new kid from Florida who looks like he can tote the rock too and set up the play-action pass and set up the play-action pass, it's not going to be a pretty sight for RG3 in D.C. Um, now, can he go to another team and perform? And, and you know, the RG me logo or whatever it is that people are saying he has? I don't know. I don't know. But Jay Gruden may be gone before midseason, not because of a record, not because of a record, but because of the handling of a $16 million one-year investment that, as I said, RG3 might make a business decision. And let me explain that before I turn it over to JT. I'm getting paid $16 million. My offensive line, obviously, we, there are issues because there are quotes of, from inside the locker room, just like there were in San Francisco, that, you know, some of the offensive linemen don't like them, some of the players don't like them, and so on and so forth. There, There's, I'm not going to say proof, but there are words being said that there's there there are issues there. The head coach is throwing me under the bus at every press conference and touting Kirk Cousins and Colt McCoy, who everyone in the NFL has said are not starting quarterbacks in the NFL, other than Joe Theismann. And I like Joey T, but Joey T, go finish your Depends or something. So why? If I'm making $16 million for this one year, will I listen to any doctor that the Redskins have to offer? Why would I even come back knowing that I have $16 million regardless of what happens to me? whether I play or if I don't? And why do I care about an organization that seemingly the players and coaches have given up on me? That's a business decision that I'm saying RG3 may face. Now, as an athlete, as an athlete, I can understand he's not going to do that. I can truly understand that. But I wouldn't blame him if he didn't because, you know, unlike Texas or the Texans, if the quarter, if the coach decides to start, you know, uh, let me see, uh, Kirk Cousins in, in, with the Redskins, RG3 is there on the sideline, you know, not leaving practice, not acting a fool, not getting a heated discussion or argument, whatever it is you want to call it, and walking off and saying, I'm, I can't practice today. I, nah, nah. But in Houston, that's what happened. 
So, JT, let's get your words on, you know, my possible scenario for RG3. Um, and do you think he's done in D.C.? Uh, I don't I, It's still up in the air. It all depends on, on – um, it's a bad situation, man. Uh, you know, I, I'm almost at a loss for words. It's a bad situation because the fact is uh, just like you um, laid out. Uh, if your offensive lineman and some teammates, including your offensive lineman, um, have a somewhat of a dislike for you, uh, they're not going to give full effort when you're on the field. Um, they're not going to have your back. Uh, and uh, if that's the problem, uh, your best bet is probably move on. Um, you know what? And I have to say it's on him. It's on him because the fact is this is a second coach. And every time you watch the Redskins fans – want to blame somebody, you blame the coach, and you don't blame the quarterback. And the quarterback, oh. since, since the first year, ain't been it. He, he's been all about it on, with the mouth, but he hasn't been all about it on the field, which where, where it counts. Can't stay healthy, and when he's healthy, he can't read defenses. That's why he holds on the ball too long. So, I can agree with that. I can agree with the reading so, defensive ish. So, so – there's an issue. Um, I, I, if he's not in the read option, he ain't he ain't about nothing. And this is the NFL, big boy. This is not college. This is not Baylor. You can't talk all that college smack or whatever uh, and say we, we, we and not take any kind of responsibility for what you're not doing, which he hasn't really done that. And that teammates the wrong way. He keeps saying we. And every quarterback that's got uh, 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 any reputation, Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, Andrew Luck, doesn't say we, it says me. I got to get better. I got to do the things that, to make this team right, not we. And that's a problem. Well, That's a huge you, problem. I'll tell you like this, JT. When you hear a quarterback say that it's all about me, when they take the blame and the credit, you know, sometimes they don't take the credit. When they they take the credit, they say we. When they take the blame, it's me. That's the problem. No. That's the no, no. That's the difference. Here, here's the difference. I, I'm gonna give you a prime example of how wrong you are. No, would I'm it, not wrong. Would it, I'm not wrong. Yes, sir. What did Aaron Rodgers say at the beginning of the season last year when everybody was dogging the the, the Green Bay Packers out? He, he said, said relax. relax. That's all he said. Relax. <laughs> And, no, that's not all he said. He also said that we are okay. We are going to get better. We going to – and some of it was Aaron Rodgers. But wait a minute. So wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, 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 wait a minute, no, Victor. No, 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 Victor, no, no, no. now you're pissing me off here. What? Wait a minute. What does RG3 not have that Aaron Rodgers does have? Aaron Rodgers has been to the playoffs and won a Super Bowl hey. and been an hey, MVP no, no, no. more than no. once in a year. He, he can say no, all that. RG3 hey, doesn't even have a leg to stand on by saying all that. And I told you in the beginning, nope. when he first came in, he, he he was talking like he was a You're seasoned wrong. vet, and he was putting too much uh, um, putting too much Jerry. out there with his mouth. He put Jerry. too much out there that, with his mouth. Come on, man. Come your, on. Stop. That's not Stop apologizing said. for this guy. Who's apologizing? I'm, I'm, what I'm telling you is you just said any good quarterback doesn't say uh, – we, we, they say, me, I need to fix it. And I just proved to you what you said was wrong. 
Well, Aaron Rodgers. Well, see, now you're getting technical. You know why? Because the fact is, when you get a guy like and 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 the guys oh I named, all except all except Andrew Luck, have won have won Super Bowls. Have won Super Bowls. Have won Super Bowls and been all pros. Been big big time quarterbacks. RG three hasn't even can't even come close to uh, uh, um, uh, uh, lacing their uh, shoelaces, and he's talking all so, that smack. Come on, man, well, stop. Well, let me ask. Stop. You, let me ask you this. Let stop. me ask you this because stop. again, I'm gonna prove you wrong. Again, I'm gonna prove you no, wrong. You're not, no, 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 you can't. Not gonna prove yeah. me wrong. I told I told you from the beginning, Victor. Victor, to, let me let me ask you something. Did I not tell you from the beginning that he was talking too much? Even as a rookie, he was talking like he'd been in the league ten years. I told you he was talking too much, and it's gotten yeah. him in trouble. I was right about that. Just listen, listen. No one said that RG three didn't talk too much. No one said that. But what you did say was that no good quarterback would do, you know, would say certain things. That's what you just said. And you can't take that back well, because okay, you just okay, okay, okay no problem, no problem. Yeah, but but the fact is, but the fact is, the quarterbacks what? who have said that, the quarterbacks who have said that, have have done a lot in the league, have done a lot, MVPs oh, oh, okay. and Super Bowls, MVPs and Super Bowls. So, so, you're so going they, from they 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 can they can say that they can say that. Okay. They can say that. Okay. They have something. They have a leg to stand on. Okay. Hey, hey, Jay Gruden. Jay Gruden. Jay Gruden. I'm I'm okay, Jay. I'm okay, Jay. But what I'm gonna I'm gonna get to is we're talking about how I'm, and, and I agree with you. RG three has talked too much. RG three has oh, has told been you that from a the person. Beginning. Told you that okay, from the beginning. That's, that's and you fine. said no. He, that's, that's, he, you know he was right. beginning. And, and he, he still hasn't right stopped. Here. He still hasn't stopped. That, that's how yeah. stupid he is. That's how he, I, I don't know what, what, what I don't know the kind of uh, um, um, advice he's getting, but it's the wrong advice because he's sure not uh, adhering to it. Stop now, talking. Listen. Stop talking. Hey, I, I can agree with you that he needs to stop talking, but you know what I can agree with you is is that he is. Done because you've said this before that he's done. And he, he's done. He's done. He's done. He, he has no respect, Victor, in Washington. Uh, he well, has no confidence. What? He has no confidence. No you can confidence. see him on the field. Yes. He has no, no confidence. I can agree with the no confidence issue because I posted that picture that Duke sent me. Uh, you, you know what picture I'm talking about on Facebook, right? Which one's that? I've seen so many pictures with of R three for three. What's one you talking about? <laughs> Shut up. About the one about uh uh to my offensive line, Black Lives Matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got that one. Wow, yeah. So yeah. You know uh, <laughs> that was kinda rough. It was kinda rough, but you know, it was cool. You know what? I'm tired of talking to you. <laughs> Let me see you this. Uh, this is a new number for me. I haven't seen this number. So hey, wait, let me, let me this. take put it this way. I just saw this on Roto World. Skins to start Kirk Cousins in week one. <laughs> well, that <laughs> might happen if he, if RG3 is not cleared to uh, – uh, uh, He may never he may right. never get cleared. And I'll tell you what. I'll put it like this. 
I honestly think either quarterback could beat Miami in week one because they're going to run the rock. Um, I really think they're going to run the rock hard. Let's bring in this call from 609 uh, and see what this call has to say. We're going to have a question. Call from 609. Please state your name. Yo, my, my brothers, man. It's uh, Jerry in the house here, man. Won five championships in the last eight years. That's a fantasy question. I want to pick the brain. You guys into that? Okay. That's a good, good scoop on that? Yeah, go sure. right ahead. What's your question? Hey, uh, well, like I said, my PPO league, man, I kicked ass in there, man. Like I said, I I had the, uh, you know, the, the fifth pick. Like I said, I went Bell, Hill, Graham, Cooper, uh, Adam, um, Arian Foster. Then I went seventh and eighth and went Brady, and then I went Eli. I mean, I loaded up. Here's my dilemma, guys. Uh, in my other standard league, I drafted uh, – excuse me, the one I just told you I drafted second. I took off. Uh, I drafted the fifth in this one. So I took Lacey, Gordon, Evan, Adam. I'm not bad here. Ryan in the fifth. Here's my dilemma. I don't have much left in regards to – I have Daniels and I have Ebron as my tight end. And – you know, again, Peyton Manning is done. He can't throw past 15 yards. I've seen him in preseason this year. Um, he's got, he has no feeling in his hand. Believe me, if he stunk at the end of last year, he ain't going to be no better this year. So he can't throw any long distance. That's why he's been away from Demarius Thomas. My question is, with Ebron and Daniels, do I keep both of them? Or, I mean, there's really not much left. Like you have Kobe Fleener, but Allen's healthy. Um, you know, back and any suggestions on if I tell you who's, I mean, you got like Cook, you can't trust, you can't trust Clay, you got uh, Atlanta's tight end Tony Malseski, you know, I do have Ryan as my quarterback, but am I better off on what's left staying where I'm at? Um, you know, I got them in the late rounds, so you know, sure, sure. What's I mean, what's your pick I, on I, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. And your name again is? Uh, sure. I go Jersey in the house. All right, Jersey in the house. Okay. All right. Um, I'll give you my thoughts, and I'll let Jerry jump in here. Uh, okay. Honestly, honestly, uh, in my opinion, I think for late picks, you got some good steals there with Yvonne and Daniels. Now, you just said it yourself. Peyton can't go over 15 yards, right? <laughs> and in the winter, in the winter – it's going to get worse because Denver is going to be just frigid. That means Mike uh, C.J. Anderson is going to run the rock. But that also means that also means that Daniels will have a lot of seam routes, a lot of sit routes, uh, because he's going to be that safety valve that Peyton needs. Now, this is, again is my opinion. If you can right. steal Owen Daniels with your very very last pick of the draft. I think it's somebody that will give you plenty of upside as you look uh, down the down the road. Now, when it gets what November time, your playoff time, whatever the case may be. Yes, if Ebron, if Ebron can show up this year for Detroit because they plan to feature him, they plan to feature him. I would swap them out. I would start the season with Owen Daniels as my uh, tight end, and then. Okay. Jumping with Ebron towards the end of the season because, as you know, Peyton's going to tell off. Now, typically, I don't draft two tight ends. I pretty much go with one. Well, and then, in this league, you have to. In this league, you have to. 
you got to grab like two kickers, two tight ends, two defense. Now my other league that I loaded up on, man, that I had the number two pick, and I went with Flavian Bell, you know, Hill I got coming back at the 23rd pick. Then I took Gronk at, in the, you know, in the third round. Then I went Amari Cooper, who's going to be a stud in PPR. Devontae Adams with Jordy Nelson down, steal the draft in the 15th with the fifth pick. Foster steal with the sixth pick. Brady and Eli, seven and eight. Um, you know, and, I, and, and the ninth pick was blue. And in case you know, and then I and then I picked up uh, Seattle's uh, singles defense in his PPR like my six my my sixteenth pick. Can't D'Angelo win for two weeks until Bell comes back. So that team is loaded. You know, I rock and roll with that one. But this one here, I'm not bad in the standard league. Um, I'm just a little like I said, tight end. You know, I don't have the consistency. But, you know, I had Gronk last year. Was number one, lost in the semifinals of the one league. Couldn't get anything going in the other league, the standard league, because idiot me drafted, which I should have never did. I had the ninth pick. I took Doug Martin. I took a chance on him. Man, what a flop. I will never take a Tampa Bay running back ever again. <laughs> you know? So, you know, again, you, you play the hunches. And like I said, I picked up Devontae Parker. Uh, I, 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 actually, off the waiver wire, and one of my – in that PPR like I told you about, and then I dropped Cole Beasley. Because really, I mean, I'm probably going to go in that league. Amari Cooper, you know, I, Amari Cooper, I, you know, you still start two, 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 two receivers. But you see, in that league, you got to flex. So when Bell's always my cowbell, and I also have Hill as my running back, but Foster will be my flex when he comes back. Could be okay. week two, week four, we'll, we'll see what happens. But I have a guy like Antoine Bolden. I do have some other um, options as, as there. Along with Graham, you'll get any better than Grantowski and him. That defense is, is St. Louis. But again, after he had, as I quote, now, after he, he, that one there, my, my last, my other question would be a quick one, too, and you're the guy may want to step in on, like we said about tight end. But it, it, in the one leg, I got Kansas City and Seattle's deep, or excuse me, Kansas City and, and St. Uh, Louis, the Rams. And my Pete Draw leg, my strong team, I got the Rams and I got the Panthers. Now, week one, I was thinking about sit in Seattle and all the Panthers in Jacksonville. Jacksonville, they don't really have much there, you know what I mean? But, again, you try not to overthink. Now, Seattle has to go to St. Louis. Now, if Seattle stays true to form, they are not a good team on the road. They are a home That's team. That's right. Except and St. Louis. St. Louis gives them a hard time. Right. And, they, and St. Louis does give Seattle a hard time. Like I said, it's, you know, they, they picked up Nick um, Farrelly with that, you know, I think Long coming back healthy now which was out last year, you know, their secondary could be suspect, but if that front four pressure on the quarterback and he, and he don't have time to throw, well, that negates anything in, out there with their secondary. So for week one, do I, do, do, you know, since St. Louis does have Seattle, it could be a low-scoring game. It could be who knows what because, you know, our four holes, man, he'll have a throw interception. See, I look at quarterbacks that don't put the defenses where – the other team only got to go 20 yards to score, you know what I mean, with turnovers and stuff like that. Do you think that first week, if you have Kansas City, I forget who they're playing, but do you go with them over, over Kansas, the Kansas City is playing Houston. All right. Oh, do you, definitely take Kansas You'll definitely take Kansas City's defense week one yes. against Houston versus, let's say, the Rams against Seattle, even though it's in, in St. Louis. And then number two, I have, I have the, the Panthers – 
and also the Rams and like that strong PPR league. I was thinking about putting the Panthers in going against a Jacksonville team who really hasn't gotten its identity yet offensively with the backs and stuff like that. Seattle, you know, because I have Jimmy Graham. (laughs) You know, he'd be going against my defense anyhow. So you think going Panthers in the one, Kansas City in the other, smart move week one, not not using the Rams against Seattle, am I overthinking? Uh, Let me put it this way. What I would do in the uh, first week, the Panthers are playing um, Jacksonville, uh, Jacksonville in Jacksonville. Ooh. Yeah. The, the problem is this: Jacksonville usually plays better at home. They're one of the teams that play, play better at home. Yep. Uh, and Carolina's offensive um, um, options are limited. You got um, it. Yep. yep. And uh, you have uh, with, who's the other one? St. Louis against Seattle. Yeah, in 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 St. Louis. Now that could be tentatively a low scoring game. Um but you who know, knows? You know what? Yeah. B- believe it or not. Believe it or not. Yeah, believe it or not, I would go with uh Saint Louis at home against Seattle versus Carolina at Jacksonville on the road. Okay. Um I just I just don't trust uh a Carolina team in the first week. Um uh, on the road. doing anything on the road exact exactly in Jacksonville who if you watched yesterday, looked pretty good. Um, yeah, I thought and, really. And, I, I was trying to catch some of the preseason games to see. And uh, yes, and uh, they look pretty good on the road. Uh, I mean, on on at home. So uh, yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if um, they pulled a mile upset uh, right. against Carolina, playing at home, home opener. Everybody's jacked up to uh, and anxious for the beginning of the season, and they're, they're home. That's key. Right. They're home. Um, I would think that uh, I would I wouldn't go with Carolina at Jacksonville. I would go with St. Louis at home against Seattle. Uh, okay. For your in your first uh, set of um, question was about your tight ends. Tight end, just yes, like sir. Victor, yes, yeah, just sir. like Victor, I would sit on those tight ends, Owen Daniels and and Eric Ebron. The only okay. other option that I saw that was viable would be Kobe Fleener, and I'm not sure if it's if it's an upgrade. Um, right. Swapping, swapping Kobe Fleener for one of those two tight ends. So I would sit on those two tight ends and and, and see what happens. And then okay. quite naturally, when one outplays it, outplays the, the other one, then quite naturally, uh, common sense will tell you to put, keep that one in there and let the other one sit on the bench. Yeah, it seemed like last year Fleener actually got a little better when Dwight Allen was hurt. You know what I mean? So right, uh, right. Now there's a guy, uh, Virgil Green, I think, I think Owen Daniels has beaten him out because, uh, and if he stays healthy, he might not be big because he's been in Kubiak's offense, so he knows that. And like, yep. like I mean, you know, he manages a great quarterback. And going down is one of the greatest. But he, like I said, when he comes out and tells you he's got no, fit, no, no, he, he can't feel anything in his fingers and it's his right hand, that alarms me. And that could have been. It didn't come out and say that towards the end of the last season when he struggled. You can see the balls coming out. And one of the scrimmage games I saw it might have been last week or whatever. whatever Man, he had a hard time. He was overthrowing some of his guys, a little bit that I saw there. So now that came out that he's saying, I have no feeling in my fingertips, concerns me as a quarterback throwing deep down the field is where Daniels could be a security guy. And, and again, Daniels is no Julius Thomas, but he saw what what Manning made in Thomas when he was there as a tight end. You know what I mean? Right. And the fact yeah. is that Owens is, Owen Daniels is in um, QBX offense, and he knows it like the back of his hand. He can he can right. play that position in his sleep. Okay. Then I'm, then I'm, then well, I'm, I'm, 
I'm, I'm thinking good um, on there. Hey, and last thing, do you think what I did is with that standard, like, like I said, I took Lacey with the fifth pick, you know. That's, a, I, that's I, a good That's a good choice. Yeah. Victor, then, that's a good choice. So, you don't take Aaron Rodgers, you took Eddie Lacey. Yep. Hey, so hey, happens, no. If you get the top five picks, you want to go, it doesn't matter, I mean, what order, but like, let's say, like somebody took Peterson first and somebody took Charles and then somebody took, uh, I forget who the other one was. The fourth one was Bell, and then that, that came to Lacey, you know what I mean? So I like Bell. I have no problem taking Bell. I can him in my PPR league, man. He'll be a monster. Hey, he sits for two weeks. My last pick, week 16, I mean, my 16th pick was D'Angelo Williams. I plug and play Williams because I'll use him and Hill because Hill was my second pick there because I wanted to go. And that league, I went two running backs back to back. Right, I right. Um, because I know Bell was out, so I wanted another cowbell for all my all my roster there because my madness was looking to grab Foster in the sixth, and he could be out until the end of September there. So I wanted two good studs, which I got, one I missed for two weeks, you know, one I'll have from the beginning in Hill. And then when Graham was there at the third, I took him and I said, hey, if you anybody's listening on this draft, guys, you're, it's very strong with receivers this year. You, you, yes. The running back is rarely – Ordered at, you know what I mean? So yes. you can get in, in the fifth, in the fourth and fifth round, real good guys like um, Devontae Adams, um, 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 you know Cooper from um, what's I grab from? But they throw the ball sixty some percent of the time. So you can mm-hmm. luck out there. And then, like yep. I said, in the sixth round, I come back. I like Matthews or Foster. I grab Foster, but now I grab Matthews, Ryan Matthews in the sixth round of my standard league, so that would give me, like, Lacey, Gordon, Matthews. And I took Andre Williams. Now, quick question, guys, so I'll pick your brain on it. I've been hearing conflicting stories. Last year I had Rashid and Forte. Rashid Jennings got hurt. And it has – have you heard that Andre Williams has overtaken Rashid Jennings in this? Because I know they got Shane Vereen, who could be a third down back. Um, what's called his 30 years old, Jennings. Um, you know, maybe Williams is more of a power back type thing there. Have you heard anything about Andre Williams overtaking him? Because in one I, leg, I heard, I heard something wait. like that. But you know, the 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 issue with the Giants, um, he, it's like, uh, it's almost like the uh, uh, the Patriots uh, in right. running backs now. They you don't know who's going to be the 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 uh, uh, bell cow, so to speak. Um, right. It could be Andre Williams. It could be Rasheed Jennings. Um, that I mean, I think for the most part, I think Rasheed Jennings is going higher in in, uh, in average draft position versus Andre Williams. We we probably can steal way way later in the draft. Right. Um, teams like that, I have a tendency to stay away from their running backs because um, there's too much uh, gray area, and you don't right. know when they're going to run, if they're going to run, and how often they're going to be used. Right. They took him in the 11th round for yeah. your night. my fourth running back. You know, or my fourth running back in that league, we only use um, like like you know two running backs. There is no flex or nothing like that. You know what I mean, and really, it wasn't like, I mean, he had Theo Riddick, you know, Thumbar, McFadden. I mean, McFadden is available, but uh, you know, again, that's that three-headed monster going on 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 there. You know what I mean? Now, question, question. real quick, real quick, with my real good draft. You know, Jersey, Jersey. You, I gotta, I, I gotta move on. I gotta move on, my friend. 
how, how soon do you think Gurley's coming back? Gurley. Like, is, is Trey Mason has any value four to five weeks or no? Uh, yeah, here's the Trey, Mason, Trey, Trey Mason is the one that if you if you want to get a, uh, one of the running backs, you get Trey Mason. He he's definitely going to start week one. Um, okay. How long he's going to have that position, um, I don't know. But I yeah. think they're they're trying to ease Gurley in um, gradually. So you figure Trey Mason is going to get the bulk of the work until they feel comfortable with Gurley. Do you, do you like Mason? Next question, I'll let you guys go. Do you like Mason the first week <laughs> on against Seattle's defense, or do you like? Yeah. Uh, I like D'Angelo personally because, one, okay. uh, unless they're going to run straight up the middle on Seattle, right. uh, they're not going to get any uh, yardage out of Mason. Uh, okay. All right, that gives me some good stuff. But guys, I really appreciate the info. I thank you very much. You guys have a safe weekend. Best luck to you guys. You're playing fantasy football this year. Thanks for the advice. Have a good day. Same to you. Thanks. Yeah, take care. Yeah, bye-bye. Oh, my God. Mental, there was a jersey in it. You there? Victor. Did I lose Victor? No, you, you lost me for a second. You lost me for a second. Uh, uh. Um, it's the blog talk radio issue. Uh But I, I missed the last part of, of that conversation, as I was saying. Um, uh-huh. I would have taken D'Angelo uh, versus uh, Trey, mainly because unless St. Louis plans to run straight up the gut where the soft spot of Seattle's defense is, um, but then he he runs into Bobby Wagner, who's a tackling machine, uh, because you're not going to run the outside of, of Seattle. There's something about their edge rushing that uh, also helps them with run defense, um, whereas I just saw how um, the Panthers ran over the New England Patriots' defense. I know it's a preseason game, but starters played for at least three quarters. And for those three quarters... I lost you again, Victor. Hello, Victor. Hello, Victor. Hello, Victor. Hello, Victor. Hello, Victor. Hello, Victor. I just lost Victor. Hello, Victor. Hello, Victor. Hello, Victor. All right, people. Um, I, I, I do believe that he was going to talk about the D'Angelo Williams and, and um, Trey Mason. I I can't hear Victor whether he's here or not. I'm not sure. Uh, you know what I'm doing to do this. I'm going to hang up and I'm going to call back in and see what happens. Um, All right, guys. I'm sorry about that. Um, not sure. Blog Talk Radio has some issues going on. Um, we we got to fix it, Blog Talk Radio. Please fix your issues. Please fix your issues. I'm in the middle of a show, and we're giving out good advice, and we get dropped. Not happy about that. 
not happy about that at all. You know, I'm I'm using these high definition uh, products, and I, I get dropped in with a show. Not happening. That that stuff has to quit. So, let's talk, Mister JTAT and Money. As I was saying, um, I think that D'Angelo Williams is going to have the better um, is going to have the better game week one over uh, over Trey Mason. Now, Trey Mason starting over Ty Gurley. Uh, that might be that definitely looks like the case since Todd Gurley hasn't uh, seen the field and all reports state that he is going to uh, play any preseason games. That's not a good look for a guy that you spent, you know, the fourth overall pick on. Your thoughts, JT? Well, I mean, he's coming off an ACL. He's only eight or nine months removed from an ACL. They knew that going in when they drafted him in the uh, uh, first round. Um, they know they know what kind of talent he is if he's healthy, and they want to make sure that he's healthy and gets him the best opportunity when um, he's healthy to benefit their team. So they have a decent running back in Trey Mason that can hold the fort down, so to speak, until they – feel that Todd Gurley is able to get into the game. And I, I see this as in the beginning when he's healthy as a running back by committee, because like I said to our previous caller, they're going to ease him in. They're not going to give him a full load right off the bat. Um, and and Jeff Jeff um, Fisher usually likes to go with one, one running back for the most part. Uh, and uh, so – Trey Mason is going to be the man and up until the time that they start easing in and probably by running back in increments um, by committee, uh, um, Todd Gurley. But Trey Mason is going to be the man. I, you know what I would say? I would say at least for the first three weeks. And, and I may be conservative about that. Wow. So all those guys, I think I'm, I'm, I stayed away from Todd Gurley. I actually went with um, – uh, Melvin Gordon, who also looks like he's going to be second. Oh, look at here. I have the first overall pick in guys with big shoes. That is outstanding. <laughs> is is that right? Come I on, have man. The first overall pick. Let me see. Let I, me see I'm, how lucky I am. I'm loving this. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Mr. Gardner proudly presents the number one pick. In the draft. Oh, God. This ought to be here fun. We, here, here we go. So here anyway, we go. We got one hour. We got one we hour. Go. That draft here we go. And I already know who I'm picking. It's no if, Angel, but I love Aaron, but I love me some me. But anyway, uh, Todd Gurley is a guy that I stayed away from in a lot of drafts. Because well, well, of, well, well, well since, since you're in there, Victor, before you go to Todd Gurley, can you please no, tell no, me? I'm not saying nothing. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> can you please tell me where I am in the pecking order of picks? I mean, in the pecking order, period, you're at the peckily bottom. Actually, you have uh, number three. I got the number three pick? Yeah, Texas Thunder, number 
guess what, Victor? Championship coming back. Whatever. Wherever it's at now. I think, I think it's in Florida. It's coming back to Jersey. Dog, it's coming it back going. to Jersey. It's coming back it, to Jersey. I got the number Jerry, three. You know where it's gonna, Jerry, do you know where it's going to go? It, it's going to make an international trip. It's going to come over here to, to meet the Far East. Well, guess what? Guess what? I, at least I don't have to pay for that. <laughs> I don't have to. I don't have to pay to ship it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, At least I, when I shipped the, it, I only shipped, I only shipped it to Florida. <laughs> well, Florida's gonna be shipping it to Korea. Guarantee. Guarantee. <laughs> okay. But anyway, I'm not I'm not um, launching a draft until we're out of out of this program. Um, you know, I'm uh, I'm uh, multitasking as it is because I'm sitting in the tent and I'm going to be drafting in and, and doing the show in for tomorrow. So. Well. It's okay. I, I appreciate that. I mean, I told you I'm being that draft as well, but I guess the family's scared. You know, I, I'm pretty much adopted. You might as well include me, but I, I understand. I understand. So, with that being said, back to the to the issue at hand. Um, hey, I got a question. I got a I question really, for you, real quick. Real quick. Yes. Real quick. Um, I sent you a picture. I texted to you, and I also. Um, the, the the inside of the draft room or draft tent, so to speak, on the back side of that is a a, a banner that I have made up of uh, everyone that who's in the draft, favorite team, and their head takes the place of whoever whoever player's head is on that team. Um, what's your thoughts? I haven't seen it. You haven't <laughs> seen it. You said you Facebook. You said you Facebook. Oh, okay. I just. Remember the time difference, dude. I'm not even up looking at stuff. However, I just look. I'm looking at it now. I see the grass. Mm-hmm. You should put like something on the on the ground other than grass, but that's cool. Um, Taylor Fantasy League. Uh, I can't really see the picture on the background. Um, I, I I texted it to you. Oh, okay. I, I didn't check my I think phone. I, yeah, back, I did so. text it to you. Yeah. I mean, I like I like your setup and all that. You should get this really cool app or, or program called uh, Fan Draft. Everything is electronic. You, do, you set up the same way you got it set up there, except you run it off your computer and a projector. And it is awesome, dude. It is awesome. I, that's what I did the other draft on because it brings up What's pictures of you. It's called Fan Draft. It's like 35 bucks, And uh, they have updated players. On every, you know, IDPs and and offense and stuff like that. Even if they're injured, they update it. They send you a download of all the updated stuff. Um, and what it does is it plays the music. It plays. Uh, uh, it shows uh, the character that you put up as your logo, as well as the player you're picking. And furthermore, you can put comments in has a good draft or is having a, they draft a good player, you can comment on it. You can say, hey, great pick. Or if you, don't, if you think it's a bad pick, you say something negative. It's like, are you crazy? Why would you draft him here? And then there's and the, the uh, you know, you did this, one that, you did this at a live draft? Dude, you can do Yes, you set up as a live draft. You, just like you got set up there in that tent. All you need is a projector, a sound system, and, and your laptop. And 
it's you know it's great. It is great. That's how we did our draft on that one that I, I told you about. What's the name of it? Fan Draft. It, it's it's an application. You got to go to the website. It's like uh, thirty five bucks, something like that, and you can do it every year uh, for like you, you renew it for like twenty bucks or whatever, and uh, they go ahead and send you the new updates, and all you do. Everything is done for you. Everything. You don't need no paper or nothing like that, dude. You you go in there and you set it up with um you like team names, team pictures, uh logos for each team. So what I mean by that is like I have a picture of my myself cuz I'm the owner and then there's a picture of the team. And then when my draft pick comes up, the music I have selected for my team plays throughout my my draft time. Okay. And then it goes to the next person and their picture and their stuff and their stuff, so on and so forth. And if you don't have anything loaded, they have some pre-loaded music for you and all that. It's cool. But I like to get it. I like so, to get it. So did, so did you have to get go to every owner and ask them for some music or you, you just what? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I did that. And if they didn't give me something, then fine. It, it just played okay. automatically. It, okay. just, it would be uh, Team Jackson. You're up, and then mm-hmm. it'll, uh, you know, you can set the time limit on everything, time limit for the draft, how many rounds, uh, players, if you got a flex position, if you got this, if you, uh, IDPs or defense or both. Um, I mean, dude, it's a one-stop shop. It's a very good app. I've used it in the past, but this is the first time I had to – I did it when I did it um, in that restaurant that I was telling you about, so – uh, what type, took what over type the, of sound system you need? Dude, you just need some speakers. Oh. That's all you need, some speakers. Okay, okay. Uh, it sounds better if it's over, you know, uh, a good quality set of, of speakers. But if you got some speakers that can fill that, which I'm quite sure you, you do, you can get some, like, regular computer speakers to do that. Right, um, right. You know, you'll hear everything. Just ran straight off your laptop project it onto the wall or project it onto that whiteboard, whatever it is you want to project it on, and it's good to go. AJ well, you, away, you, 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 you use a laptop, you can project it off of uh, onto a, um, a flat screen, right? Yes. You plug it in. Okay. You use your HDMI or you use your RGB cable. Right. However okay. you want to do it, man. Okay. That's a, that's a, that's a nice That's a nice thought. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, if you want to take it inside, you can take it inside in the house instead of having a draft outside, which is cool. But if you got to pay for that tent, right? And you got to pay no, for I bought, all that stuff. No, I, I bought this tent. Okay, well, I bought this tent. Could, this tent I bought I bought last year, so this tent it goes up. Um, it, it sits in a basement and, and brought out um, for this occasion. Just for this. Well, yes. not just. For, I mean, it can be used for other things, but it's it's been used for this. Uh, we we have a pool pool uh, pool slash draft party. <clears throat> so. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you if you didn't do that, or if you didn't want to do that, or whatever, you can always have it in your room, in in your living room, or your family room, whatever the case may be, and project on your TV, like you said, and go through right. your sound system on your TV. Right. And, you know, it could be the same effect 
except you know not in a tent, whatever the case may be. But I, I would I would definitely go that route because the paper route is cool, but with this route you can import the entire draft. Like if you if you guys are using ESPN as your as your league, um, ESPN allows you to import the file that you have from the program, and it automatically populates every team and their and their players. Really? Yes. And if you don't want to wow. do it that way, you can always take the 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 um the spreadsheet that it generates for you and do it yourself. Yeah, but that that's you know. pretty tedious. That's pretty tedious there. It is. It is. It is. Trust me, I did it that way because um I was short on time and I didn't want to experiment too much. So, um but ESPN, Roto World and somebody else now allow you to take your offline drafts and import the file and uh do it that way. And mm-hmm. they'll they'll do all the work. All you do is go in and make any adjustments that need to be made. Okay. So that's good anyway, to know. Back, you're welcome. Back because that that leads us into our our, our topic here, and we got 30 mm-hmm. minutes left alive there, which is good because the, I want to talk about the fantasy drafts. I don't want to talk about the impact of a lot of these players that have been injured in the past. Week week and a half, Jordy Nelson. Right. The impact of losing him, as uh, our caller was saying, you know, uh, he picked up Devonte Adams because Jordy Nelson is gone, and he's going to be a hot commodity in a lot of leagues, especially those that um are PPR, because he's got to step up and be that next target for Aaron Rodgers. But what's the effect on Randall Cobb? What's the effect on Eddie Lacy? Does that mean Eddie Lacy is going to get more touches? It definitely means Randall Cobb will get looked at more. Um, but can he beat the double team? Uh, excuse me. You know, RG3 going out. You said Kirk Cousins uh, is slated to start week one. Probably is. I doubt it. But probably I, is. I, that, that's uh, from Roto World, man. I'm just looking at what it says on Roto World. And it says, it says that uh, – he is going to be starting week one. Well, that might be a prediction more so than a fact because I think RG3 is going to be starting week one, and what's going to happen is uh, I would say if he gets knocked around, if he really gets knocked around, he's going to get put on the bench, and it's going to be uh Kirk Cousins show until Kirk Cousins loses the job. I think that's the, the way Gruden's going to play the game. And if I'm RG3, I'm like, okay, fine. Give me my $16 million and I'm, I'm out of here. I, I owe you guys nothing. You guys owe me nothing. You can't put the transition tag on me. You can't put the franchise tag on me. Why? Because I don't have to sign the franchise tag. And if you're going to give well, me the franchise tag, that means you're going to give me, in essence, top five quarterback money, and that means you're going to give me 20-something million dollars. Well, let me let me let me let me read this let me read this from you from um, Roto World because because this is very uh, I think this is very significant what what's being said here this little short uh, um, piece ESPN Deanna Marie Rossini reports that the Redskins plan to start Kirk Cousins in Week One against the Dolphins that means that's the first AFC team that loses that wins against uh, uh, the Washington Redskins. No. 
Rusini made her bones as a DC reporter, so she is as plugged into the team as any national reporter. ESPN's Ed Werder reporter, GM Scott McGoughlin, is determined to change the team culture and could decide to move on from RG3. The mystifying situation surrounding Griffin's concussion may have given McLaughlin a prime opportunity to cut ties. Cousin is the owner of a career 59% completion rate and has an 18 to 19 TD to interception ratio across 14 NFL appearances. Well, chalk one up for the Miami Dolphins. Uh, no. And I'm but, I'm telling you, RG3, I, I, in, in my evaluation of quarterbacks in the um, uh, spotonradios.com, on the uh, fantasy football um, foxhole, my quarterback rankings, I had RG3, I think rated number 25, if I'm not mistaken. And this is 23. And the comment I made, it's a make or break year for RG3, and it, right now it looks like it may be a break. Well, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. And it, the break might come between this organization and him. So I can see that taking place. Um, but I also think the business decision might come into play because of the treatment that he has been receiving on both ends, teammates as well as the ownership, or not ownership, but the uh, coaching staff. Now, does he deserve some of it? Yes. But what is this, the fantasy value or the fantasy outlook for the Redskins? Tells me they're going to have to have RG3, uh, not RG3, uh, from the Rock. This also means that um, Deshaun Jackson's value goes down quite a bit because Kirk Cousins can't get him the ball deep. He he he's shown that he can't. Um, but that also brings up Pierre Garçon's uh, value because now the underneath receiver will receive more attention. The tight end situation. Is Jordan Reed going to be the tight end, or is they're going to give it to the the young kid? I don't even know how Jordan Reed got bumped down to tight end number three on the depth chart. I know he was dealing with an injury and all that, but that's probably to be the that's tight probably end why number. Can't well, you know, Niles Paul is out, uh, Paulison is out. Now you're down to Jordan and um, a couple of rookies. Now the other rookie is a former receiver. College turned tight end, and he looked pretty good, but that was preseason. Kirk Cousins looks great in preseason, but in re- in the regular season, as you said, he has a, a 18 to 19 uh, ratio for interception. So, so for every touchdown he throws, he throws an interception, and that's not good. You know, if he has a 59% completion rate as a quarterback, that's not good either. So, you know, for me, uh I don't think people are should be all happy or, or or excited for Kirk Cousins to be the quarterback for the Redskins. But fantasy value-wise, owners of Alfred Morris, owners of Pierre Garçon, owners of the field goal kicker should be excited because he'll get him in position. He just won't finish the job. Now, I will tell you this. If you look at 
Jordy Nelson's issue, if you look at RG3's issue, if you look at, you know, what's going on in Buffalo, is EJ Manuel or Tavares Jackson, um, not Tavares Jackson, um, oh, what's my kid out of, out of, um, Tyrod Taylor? Yeah, thank you. Tyrod Taylor, you know, because apparently Matt Castle has fallen to number three. You know, the, the fantasy impact of Sammy Watkins, of, of Shady, and, and even our, our um, caller had mentioned you can't trust Clay. The reason why you can't trust Clay at tight end is because you don't know who the quarterback is. Now, Tyrod Taylor, I believe, I sorely believe that he is um, a very good quarterback. He's needed to wait his time a little bit in the NFL and show his wares because height has nothing to do with it. And that was his big issue, height. Um, he was slated to be the starting quarterback in in uh, in Baltimore. Then Joe Flacco took the job, which is fine. Let Joe Flacco take the job. He won the Super Bowl. He got the money, so on and so forth. Um, but at the same time, that pushed Tyrod Taylor out the door, and he had to sit, and he had to learn, and I think he's learned. If I'm not mistaken, Taylor also got um, a Super Bowl ring because he was on the <laughs> roster at that time. But I think EJ you're right. Manuel, EJ Manuel had a good rapport with Sammy Watkins. He did. You know, Percy Harvin hasn't been able to, to practice. So that might be an issue. Shady has a you know, has a hamstring issue. So we'll see. But the bottom line, J T is Todd Gurley not being on the field. Do me a favor, mute yourself. Uh but with Okay. I'm gonna mute you, J T real quick. What's that? All right, so with um, with uh, uh, you're you listening to messages. Uh, you're killing me, JT. Uh, you're killing me. Um, so with Todd Gurley not being able to play, do you now draft Trey Mason? Is that somebody you draft, or do you wait? So I'm gonna bring you back on, JT, and ask the question. You know, is Trey Mason is Trey Mason a player that you draft or do you wait? No, let me. I don't understand what you mean by wait. Meaning, clarify wait. Okay, okay. In other words, do you take the chance of waiting to like the later, later rounds to pick him up or try to get him off the waiver wire? He's not going to be on the waiver wire because Trey Mason. Well, anybody that, that knows anything about fantasy football. It, it, Trey Mason will not be on the waiver wire. Somebody's going to draft Trey okay. Mason for the simple fact he's going to be a starting running back, and um, this is the second year, so he should be progressing better, which he, which I, uh, I do believe he is. All reports saying he is, and he's going to be the main back because Todd Gurley's not ready yet. Well, that's 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 my point. The fantasy value of all these other players, it, it's it's amazing at the value that you have here because of injuries. Uh, Again, we'll go to uh, uh, Melvin Gordon. He was supposed to be the starting running back in San Diego, but it looks like Brandon Oliver and and Danny Woodhead are severely going to cut into his time. 
because he doesn't look like he's ready to run in the NFL. You know, do you go after a Brandon Oliver? Do you go after hey, a Danny Wilson? You're funny. You're a funny guy. You know why? Uh, you, why? I showed you that uh, my, my last year. No, just just let me let me finish. I showed you my last uh, and my first draft that I had uh, a week ago yesterday. I mean, tomorrow, I should say. Um, and one of the guys I had on, on my roster was Trey Mason, who I drafted. Um, and uh, I made a trade. Uh, and it was just in time, in my opinion, because uh, I, I think he's going to have issues um, this this year. I made a trade. I know it's may, I may have spent a lot to get the, this running back, but this is the trade I made. I made a trade uh, and traded Martavius Bryant and David Cobb and picked up Todd Gurley. So the running backs that I have now are Eddie Lacy, Justin Forsett, Latavius Murray, Trey Mason, and Todd Gurley. Um, and so I, the, and off the wa- wait a minute, wait a minute, and off the waiver wire because I don't believe in a Wisconsin running back. I picked up Brandon Oliver. Okay. Well, like I said, you know, and, and you did make the Martavius Bryant move quick. Um, I don't like Trey Mason that much that I'm going to give up. Uh, oh, you said David Cobb. You didn't say uh, you didn't say Cobb out of um, out of Green Bay. So yeah, I mean that that was a smart trade in my opinion. Um, but if it was yeah. Cobb out of Green Bay, was it Cobb out of Green? Oh, Bay? Oh no, no, no. That that wasn't going to happen. Come on, you know me better than that. Okay, you know me well, better. I, well, like I said, I don't think you overspent then. I think that was a good deal. I think that was a very good deal because, um, one, you got two guys that have potential to be big, big time this year for a guy that looks like he's going to start at least uh, three games and maybe more and maybe more. We'll see. But um, the bottom line is that uh, you have St. Louis's running backs now. You yes. have a slew of running backs, but how many? Yes. Can you start? When one? I can week start three of them. I can start three of them. Okay. I can, two two running two running backs in the flex. So um, let me put it this way: I'm stacked at running back. Um, a little weak, quite naturally, a week myself with the Martavius Bryant and. Um, Fortunately, he he's going to he's to another team, and I would have I wouldn't be able to play him anyway. Um, and I happened to pick up who I think is going to be a sleeper um, in in, uh, in in the wide receivers position. I happened to pick up Jeff Janis. A lot of people don't know who Jeff Janis is. Jeff Janis is competing with the rookie Ty Montgomery in Green Bay to be the number three wide receiver. And Green Bay runs a lot of three wide receiver sets. So yes, he, and do. he's a speedster and, spe- and and Jeff Janis is a speedster. He he picks up a lot of uh he can pick up a lot of Jordy Nelson if just listen to what I'm saying. If you understand what I'm saying, Vic, he can pick up a lot of Jordy Nelson receptions, if you know what I mean. Well, you know, the thing is Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Do I know what you mean? The receivers what? Look at the receivers. We got Randall Cobb, Devontae Adams, Ty Montgomery, Jeff Janis, who's a speedster. He can pick up a lot of Jordy Nelson type of receptions. 
understand what I'm saying? I, I, I get it. You, you don't sound it. like you do, but that's okay. <laughs> listen, I don't, listen. I'm, I'm not. I'm not too concerned about. You know, I mean, you're, you're talking about what I want to talk about, so it's not like mm-hmm. I'm going to debate you on it. Yeah, right. What's the fantasy value of all these other players? What do, what what do you have, or what do you gain from all of these big time players uh, getting injured or not being able to start the season, or whatever the case may be? And that's what we're talking about here. What is the fantasy impact for uh, a third-tier player to step up and possibly be a sleeper? You know, and, and that's what we're talking about. So, with that being said, you know, um, let's go around the NFL real quick. Well, well, you brought up your draft, and that goes into what I want to talk about as well. Tell the people, before this wonderful trade you just made, tell the people what you did. Tell them how terrible you did. How, excuse me, how what? Your, your, your original draft. My original draft. What do you mean how, how terrible I did? I don't, stand, I don't understand that concept. Well, tell the people your original draft. I, w- I want them to hear it. Okay, my original draft is this. And, and I'll, 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 look, I'll look at the draft as we speak here. We had a live draft, offline draft, um, and I had the number five pick. And uh, the pick I took was Eddie Lacy. The next pick I took was Justin Forsett in the second round. And I went running back heavy. And in the third round, I took Latavius Murray. Fourth round, I took uh, Martavius Bryant. Fifth round, I went to Andre Johnson. Sixth round, I went to Larry Fitzgerald. Seventh round, I, pretty, I probably could have waited for this guy. Uh, I went to uh, David Cobb, a running back from uh, uh, Tennessee. Eighth round. Now, in this draft, we have one keeper. Anything past the sixth round, we can keep, uh, as long as we keep him for the whole year. And a person I kept for the whole year last year, who's going to be a huge target for Cam Newton this year, and I, he's my eighth round pick keeper pick, is Greg Olson. Um, and then I went to uh, Stevie Johnson, who's going to be playing in the slot in San Diego, and I think he's going to do a lot. Night, tenth round, I picked up Trey Mason. Eleventh uh, round, I picked up Kamir Aiken, who's a, a young wide receiver out of Baltimore. Uh, I dropped him since then. And then in the back-to-back picks in the twelfth and thirteenth round, I picked up Carson Palmer and Colin Kaepernick. And then I went to uh, a guy who's a riser, uh, who's not that well-known, in the 14th round, uh, in Brandon Coleman, a New Orleans uh, wide receiver. And my last two picks in my league, this was the number one defense in in my league last year, and that was the Eagles. And then um, in my 16th pick, I picked up a kicker who's by weeks not until the left round, 11th round, and uh, who's who's kicking for a – high-powered offense, which is the Pittsburgh Steelers, in Garrett Hartley. If you notice my wide receivers, if you notice, if you notice my wide receivers, um, Andre Johnson, um, high-powered offense to throw the ball, uh, and, and of influence of Bruce Arian. Um, in um, Larry Fitzgerald in the sixth round, 
high-powered off- offense. Bruce Arians, the off, uh, um, the offensive uh, guru there. Um, Carson Palmer, great deep ball thrower, and Michael Floyd is dealing with issues. Uh, and Larry Fitzgerald had a big-time connection with Carson Palmer when he was when he was healthy. And I did take Martavius Bryant for the same reason: high-powered offense, upside. Um, but I since got rid of him. <clears throat> Well, you got rid of him at the right time, as you said. I mean, he's gone yep. for um, is it the season or for like six or eight weeks, something like that. He's gone for he's gone for um, four weeks, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. He's, he's going to appeal it. It may get down to less, but right now it's four weeks. So uh, a quarter of the NFL fantasy season, he's gone. Okay. Well, and he be, he know, may be, he may be number, he may be, may he more likely be the number three because uh, Marcus Wheaton was getting pumped up and looks like Mark, Marcus Wheaton quite naturally he's the number two now. And and you know what Wheaton I think is going to have a huge season. Um, yep. But here, here here's the problem though. Here's the problem. This is what I'm going to tell you. With Marquise pouncing out for the year again. That offensive line is going to be hurting Big Ben. If you remember the past couple seasons when Pouncey was down and gone or out for any period of time, those were times that uh, Ben got hit a lot and did not have his best uh, seasons. Now, will Le'Veon Bell be able to get the same type of running lanes and, and, you know, catching lanes that he had in the past because I truly believe that Pouncey is the glue to that offensive line. He directs and he leads in a way that, I don't know, when he's in there, everything runs smoothly. Ben doesn't get hit as much. Uh, the running backs get to, to explode more. Um, so Wheaton might have a good season, but it's only going to be because Ben has to get the ball out quickly. And Todd Haley is going to have a uh, – he's going to have to adjust. He's going to have to adjust his, his uh, gameplay calling, in my opinion. I think he's going to have to adjust his gameplay calls because he has the backup center in, and he's definitely not as good as Pouncey. That is just my opinion. Um, but that goes back into what I was just talking about, what we're talking about, the fantasy impact of all of these injuries. You know, Le'Veon's out two weeks. Got it. Everybody understands that. Everybody knows that. But now you have, you lose Marcus Pouncey. Ben's value gets hurt. Antonio Bryant's value gets or Antonio Brown's value gets hurt a little bit. You know, um, it, it, it's a trickle-down effect. And Mark... Uh, as you said, Marcus Wheaton steps in for uh, Martavius Bryant. You know, is that a job that he can keep, or is that something that he's just going to be—he's going to go back to the number three receiver once Bryant comes back? No, as far as as far as I can see, that um, Ben Roethlisberger was was um, uh, raving about Marcus Wheaton as his number two receiver in, in, in OTAs and training and, and before training camp and then leading into training camp. So. Uh, a lot of people, including so-called fantasy experts, were confused that uh, um, 
that uh, they were pumping up. He was pumping up Marcus Sweden when everybody thought that Martavius, Martavius Bryant was going to be the guy who's going to break out. So right now, uh, Marcus Sweden has got a, uh, a open lane to um, break out himself. Let me put it that way. Well, you know that that's what I'm I'm talking about here. You know, you got opportunity after opportunity after opportunity. And to me, when opportunity comes knocking, you don't close the door in its face. You open it up and you just explode on everybody. Well, let me ask you, Mr. Mr. Opportunity, since you have the opportunity for the number one pick, uh, and it won't affect me because it, and it won't, you, there's no one else that's going to pick before you. So rather than be suspenseful, and we, it's just you and I talking here and whoever else is listening, you quite naturally, there's probably <laughs> no one from the league we're going to be drafting with in about a half an hour is listening. Who are you going to take, Mr. FSP, Aaron Rodgers? Actually, I do think people are going, are listening because uh, a couple of them have in the past. And I like being suspended. But, but it doesn't make a difference. It doesn't make a difference because yeah, you got yeah. the number one pick. And you know what? I'll let you think about who I'm going to pick. I could care less. I'm going to pick. I could, I could care so less. Why are you asking? You can, so why are you asking? Oh, I'm just. Well, I mean, if you don't want to tell me, I'm not going to uh, um, sweat over it. I just was asking, just just for curiosity's sake. So, if if your question you rather not, should be, you rather not divulge it. Be. No, my question no. should be what I want it to be. <laughs> <laughs> my question should okay. be. <laughs> well, it should be. Your question should be: How can I stop Vic from winning this league? Now, here's 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 my question. I'm not worried yeah. about that, Victor. I could care no, less well, about that. I well, could care less about you. You're not going to win here's the league anyway, so. Mr. Taylor, <laughs> here's, here's my question to you. Here's my question. I'm listening. To you. I'm listening. You have, the, you have the third overall pick, right? Yes, I do. Who are yeah. you going to pick with number well, three? Yes. There's two people. Yes. That's two people going to be. There's two people going to be uh, picking in front of me. I am not going to say who I want to pick because <laughs> they may want to <laughs> take that person ahead of me. <laughs> Come on, and, well, and no, week and one, said, and week one, said, Mr. FSP, week one, Mr. Yeah. FSP, it's you and me in this league. Oh, well, then you know I'm gonna whoop your your ever loving uh, tail. You, you wish so in in your in your dreams in your dreams. We 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 match up, and it's very ironic this weekend. In fact, today, twenty the twenty ninth of um, August, is you know it's fantasy. Uh, football draft day? Do you know that? It's supposed to be twenty. Yeah, it's supposed to been last Saturday, but yeah, uh, yes, I do. Buffalo Wild Wings is holding their annual um, come get your free draft kit type deal at Buffalo Wild Wings today. Mhm. Mhm. So. Yes. Yep. 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 I'm very familiar with it. Okay. I mean, just it's just just enough. know. Just know that the champ is here, and with four minutes left in this show, I want to thank everybody for listening. Um, Blog Talk Radio, you got some fixing to do, mainly because 
I went from a high quality, a high quality microphone, and I bought a high quality microphone just for this purpose, not to have you guys jack up and have me cut off in the middle of three sessions and uh, jack up a perfectly good show. We had a good call. You know, we were giving good advice. We had a whole bunch of information that we could have uh, shared. But Block Talk, come on, man. Get it together. I, I don't know what happened to my uh, my pro, two programs that you said we didn't have. Um, I, I, I can't get it. I, can't get it. I, I don't know why, because uh, Jeff and I were on the show this past week and the week before. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What happened? I'll look at. I'll look again. It wasn't there, but I'll look again. But anyway, anything you want to share with the people uh, for tomorrow? Because we also well, have a draft. On we Sunday. we we are we have a draft at Sunday morning, starting at nine thirty, and the special edition of the master plan starting at nine thirty instead of ten o'clock, um, and we'll be doing the live draft while we're doing the show. Um, and uh, Vic, Vic and I will be in there talking about each other's picks, um, dogging each other out as we always do. Um, but it's all good. Of course. And talking about the rest of the league's draft picks and, and how they how they picked and, and how they drafted and, and uh, what we think of them. At 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, the master plan. Be there. Or be square. Or just be Jerry Taylor and just have a sucky draft and call it a day. But anyway, it is what it is. All right, Mr. Taylor, um, we got a, two minutes left before we go off the air. I just wanted mm-hmm. to uh, tell you that uh, this this whole ESPN, everybody getting their money in, handle it, treasurer. Handle it, treasurer. Yahoo is good. You just got to wait on one person to send you something. ESPN, we got to boot one person. We're going to have to boot one person. If okay, I don't know well, what agreement that you, or you're the commissioner, made, you boot. Wait, 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 wait. Co-commission. Marvin made an agreement with you and uh, and we're waiting on that one player to join. If that one player joins and pays, then we're good. But if not, we're going to have to boot uh, somebody who either hasn't paid that you made an agreement with or somebody that has paid and refund their money. So you, you're you're the treasurer. You're the co-commish. I need your thoughts to hit. So hit me up. Uh, we can do it during the draft uh, via text. So we'll take care of business that way. Capiche? I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> I heard I heard I heard every word you said. Um, and check check the post office box. See if uh, that that those funds are are there. When the, when did the, uh Well, he won't be. He he hasn't mailed them off yet, right? Yeah, T Town's supposed to mail it off uh, today, I believe. So just reach out to T Town and Yahoo. But. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we would like to thank you for listening to this show as we get ready to go off the air. I want you guys to know that uh, we give you all types of stuff and we make sure things are great. And 
I hope, I hope you guys have a great fantasy season because I plan to beat Jerry every which way I can. Ain't that right, Jerry? Just in case Jerry don't want to talk, I'll, I'll say it for him. Only in Only in your dreams. You could, you could wish. Whatever. But I, you could wish, only wish the, the, what, what I can do. You only can wish it. Whatever. Whatever. The way I play fantasy boys, football. Whatever. You're right, boys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's get ready to rumble. We'll see you next week, ladies and gentlemen. But tomorrow morning, early start for a draft master plan. We'll see y'all then, all right? We're out of here. See ya. You want to talk back? You in the right place. So take a step back before I get all up in your face. I know you got to live. You know I got mine. But there's like 50 other dudes holding on the phone line. Your voice will be heard, sir. Next caller, please. And if I don't concur, we can agree to disagree. We talk your fantasy sports and